Jesus Christ, Cam. It's dark over there. Cam uh, hastily grabbing the the one torch uh, that's um, that's kind of hanging there uh, on, on on your wall. Cam recently converted over to torch power. How's that? How's that going? Uh, torch power it really helps uh, reduce your kilowatt hours that you're seeing in a day's time, which which is big. Um, big downsides is um, I, I don't have any single electronics. Right, right, right. You've sort of uh you're trying to do this off the grid thing. Uh yeah. that, that you're kind of taking yeah. literally you want to be off the power grid. Uh, that's the plan, yeah. Hmm. Uh, I I would have liked that. I, ideally uh, in the next 6 months. Oh, I had pizza for dinner and you know what? Pizza feels good in your mouth, but not any time other than that. Pizza truly the ultimate mouth feel. Uh, I don't think and, can and candy. Um, for me, yeah, for me, it would be pizza and then um, chips. I'm, uh, I'm definitely what uh, if, if between sweet and salty. I'm a salty man. I'm a salty man. We know this, possibly. Old slobs know. Uh, like I, I'm in my mind and in my mouth, I could eat yeah. a whole bag of Doritos collisions. Easily. What are the collisions? Do you remember those uh, from approximately 2007? Uh, it was like two flavors of chips in one bag. So it would be, it was kind of like, um, it would be like a, a blue cheese flavor and then um, like, a, like a chicken wing flavor. And then it was two flavors in one bag. So, you know, in a handful, you would get a little bit of each. That's, and did they... Uh, did you know which one was which when you pulled them out? Well, yeah, one one was uh, you know they were they were colored differently, right? You know, one uh, the blue cheese probably had more of a, a lighter color to it, and the chicken wing had a you know like a more of a traditional Dorito kind of flavor. Uh, you don't remember collisions? Damn, though, yo, those no, were I, hot. What I do remember, they had the what did you call these things? It, it was like they'd have one really spicy chip in the bag of other. They were like. One every every ten chip was just ridiculously spicy. Uh, those were lame. Those were lame. Why? I remember because I remember I remember trying that, and then the spicy chip isn't. It's not. It wasn't as crazy enough where you're like, I'm. I think I. I think I got it. Yeah, you asked yourself just, like, I think that might have been it, because then it's Doritos, right? So really, you're the flavor is the dust. So then, yeah. if a little bit of the dust, the, the spicy dust, gets on a normal chip. Then does that chip now become a dusty chip? I, it's it's a little bit too much. A little bit too much. It'd Can, be good if you know it'd be good if Pringles did that. In uh in the stack in the tube. Because the stack you go one at a time. Yeah, you can. You, I'm you sure don't? there's some, I'm sure there's some fat asses out there who just kind of shovel into their Wolf. mouths. Yeah, that's right. We're calling yeah. you out, bunch of fat ass slobs. That's true. That's right. <laughs> you can't hide anymore, you fat bitch. You can't. You can't. You can't. Mas the masks are coming off. Guess what? We can see your triple chin. We can see your triple chin. You should have been working out this whole time, you dumbass. Yeah, get some light, you fucking. Taste some dirt. Go smell the grass, it. bud. Eat the dirt. Put it in your mouth. See what outside tastes like. Brush your teeth with it. Brush your fucking Brush teeth. Brush your fucking teeth with you mud. You fucking heard me here. You piece mud. of shit. Go feel what the dirt feels like in your feet. Between your toesies. Run a, run a 10K. Climb Mount Everest. The basic things. It's so easy to climb Mount it's Everest. It's so you fucking just, easy. You just, you go to Mount Everest. You go to... You, you go, go. You go. And then you just go with the pack. Go with the pack. And then when you come back, just, just lie. It's in your passport. It says you went to Nepal. Just say, just say I climbed it. And what are people going to do? Say prove it? Is Nepal in China? I know different country. You sure? Yep. Hmm. Well, my mistake. You're right. It is a different country. I thought it was a region at first. Nope. I read a book on climbing Everest. And did you? Did it? Did, was it? Was it a how-to guide? Did it encourage you to go one way or the other? Or no? It just talked about a tragic accident more, where a bunch so, of people died. It's more of a cautionary tale of sorts. Like, hey, don't yeah. climb. 
maybe you should start with Kilimanjaro and then maybe move over to, to Everest. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Where, um, you know, the old, um, the old try this if you dare. You know, I, I love books like that, as you know, Cam. The ones where, get me on the brink of death and write this book. And if I come back, the book will be written. That one. Title of the book. <laughs> Title of the book, parentheses, in a British accent. In a British accent. Accent. <laughs> a, c- c- comma, uh, colon, the, the book. Comma, colon. <laughs> comma, colon, the book. Comma, colon, the book. Comma, the r- written version. <laughs> Parenthes- the parentheses story. the musical <laughs> I can't do you like I can't remember if you like or hate musicals yeah, I like musicals you're musicals okay with are, them musicals are great if you don't like musicals I think you just if you don't like musicals you just have kind of like a general pessimism about life like it's not the musicals that suck it's your life that sucks around the musicals Wow, you know? that's a hot take. That I, I wouldn't even consider that to be a hot take. Like, how do you not like a bunch of people having fun singing and dancing? Like, I've never. If you don't like that, you're the you're clear. You are clearly the okay. problem. What about what about like mid series, mid season in a show? Okay. Okay. You're like halfway through this third ep- season of Community, and they do a musical episode. Uh, do I like the musical episode? Yeah. Um, I can't think of one that stands out. Uh, yeah, I think I'd be fine with the musical episode because I feel like if I've if I've made it that far into the show, I like the show. Like no one's doing the musical episode in the first season because that's going to you know potentially uh, get rid of some viewers. But you know, you, if you do a musical episode in season six, I've already made it to season six. I clearly like the show. You know what we could probably do is nope. a... I'm not saying we have to do it, but I'm saying we'd be a pretty... You want to do a musical pretty... episode? <laughs> no. Oh, oh I, thought that's that's, I thought that's what you were going to no. say. I was like, there's was no gonna way say, we could make I, that work. I was going to say um, beat to death concepts in the third to seventh season of a show. So it's going to be like your musical episode, your crossover episode, your... What what else? Come on. You know you know television. Uh, the the old clip show. Oh, the clip show, yeah. Wait, what do you, what do you mean we do? <laughs> oh, just like a top five. Oh, okay. So what you're saying is you want to create a little top five for yourself, where you kind of do a little I'm, bit of research. I I'm, we're just having conversation, Cam. You want to do what, you want to do, do a two season pod clip show? A cl- we could do a clip show. We could. Oh, okay. Here's one that's a classic. Is the episode starts off with like 5 p.m. and it's just like absolute chaos and then it's like 4 p.m. or like you know 2 p.m. Saturday before and then it keeps cutting back in timelines you're like whoa what wackiness started with this it's like that episode of Seinfeld is that, where, I was gonna say is that a classic because I can think about it happening in Seinfeld and then that's it I think that happens in other things okay but you have you have not you have no no proof I don't watch television, Cam. I'm an ideas <laughs> then guy. Gonna, then how are you going to carry this top five? You're telling well, me you want go. me to do the work? Well, now we're at top two, so what's Jesus. the next one, Cam? Just making it up on the spot these days? Is that what we've come to? Um, There's... There'd be... Fuck, am I losing it here? The shrinking episode where they all shrink and go into... <laughs> The body of the teacher, or is that a specific show, too? There's the classic too? episode of every show where they shrink and then go into, uh, uh, was it Arnold's body? No, no, no. What was the teacher's name? eating the Cheetos. Cruising, no. Cruising on down Main Street, feeling black and feeling good. Yeah, uh, I don't think they went Next. into Miss Frizzle's body. Yeah, they No, I thought they went into Arnold's body because he was eating those orange, like, Cheetos, and that's what turned his skin orange, so they went inside to see, like, what the hell was happening. Wait. Are we talking about Magic School Bus? Yeah. Okay, good. Just want to make sure. Yeah. That's that's getting and breaking news. That's our next show. We're bailing on Miami Vice. We're bailing, folks. Uh, it's it's that, complicated. That means it's time to uh, let's kick it. Continuing tonight on two season of pod. 
96.7 on your... Two C's in a pod, 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 two C's in a Episode 109, my name is Cameron Osborne. He's sitting there. His name is Cam LeClaire. Yeah, it's me. Okay, that's him. And uh, we're here uh, to bring you another week, another episode of the uh, podcast as we make ourselves towards uh, 200 episodes. I guess we're 91 weeks away. So, um, you know, by by this time next year, we won't quite be there. By, by this time, 2024, we will have eclipsed that. Huh. 2024 can't wait I, I, I can't wait I can't wait is that is that an Olympic year uh I, yeah every every twos I think are supposed to be the year and then this one was the mess up so next no year is last the... year's was the mess up uh 2020 happened in 2021 but 2022 uh, was on schedule so then we'll have summer in 2024 I think we're going to China for that one and then I can't wait for our top. I can't. I can't wait for our entire flyer lower or higher. Grab for the tire flyer Olympics. lower or higher, folks. Did you like that segment? Let us know. Twosinspotgmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Um, any feedback? Any any sort of feedback? Literally anything. Anything. We will say anything yeah, on the. Air. We do camp. We do cameos. We do You've do seen cameos. Those before, right? Of course. Um, Who would be a good cameo to get? for one of our friends like that would be not too expensive but kind of like niche enough where it's like oh my god you got uh like nicholas cage is too much right but like the director of saw would be like holy smokes you know justin like, lynn <laughs> who's that he's the thing he's the director for saw i think oh there you go um yeah something like something like that would be a deep pull i have a friend who um uh, they got uh, Spenny from Kenny versus Spenny um, oh, that's a good on, one. on a cameo to give him a little, uh, you know, a sixty-second birthday shout out. I thought I thought that was a good one. I was like, yeah, that's that's cool. Just to hear them say your name, you're like, that's cool. Yeah, even though you're reading, they're reading completely off a script and it's not to the heart. I don't think they'd if be reading know. off a script. They'd probably be like, hey, Cam, it's it's me. Uh, um. I thanks. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, thanks. Thanks for the money. And um, how long did I agree? Sixty seconds. And um, who would you want that would uh, that would be niche enough? The drummer from Pop. The drummer. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, that's so niche that there's a chance that they don't even do cameo. No, and it that wouldn't. would be more just like reaching out on Instagram, like, hey, can I e transfer you a hundred dollars, and maybe you'll, uh, um, and maybe you'll say something. So niche, so in fact, you don't even know the man's name. Uh, you just like, what do you want for Christmas, Cam? I want a cameo from the drummer from Pup. <laughs> <laughs> it's like great. That's you're like I don't I don't think we can get that person. Yeah, he says, "Hey Cam, it's me, the drummer from Pup. I uh, just wanted to say, uh, you're. <laughs> yeah, what, what are you gonna say? I don't know. You're like I I understand you saw me in a show, uh, three four years ago, and thanks. And you haven't seen me since. So and thank you once again. Uh, Hope hope to see you soon. Um, I'll give you I'll give you a few. See if you can get the price lower or higher than an entire flyer. Nick Diaz. Over under. Two fifty. I don't think I know who Nick Diaz is. He's the brother of Nate Diaz, the guy who beat Conor McGregor in a fight. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say I think I, I was I recognize that name. Um, but the brother, so a man who has no claim to fame. Besides, oh no, he does. Like he's a pretty famous UFCer as well. Oh okay. Um, I'm gonna say two hundred and fifty dollars. I I said that was the over under. Oh oh, that's the number you said. Uh, yeah. God, that was that's about what I would think it would cost. Uh, so I'm gonna say over. 
Uh, that is correct. It was for 507. Cam, the next one up That's too is much. Rudy W. Giuliani, the former mayor of New York City, former associate attorney general of the United States of America, mayor of New York City, the greatest city, 1994 to 2001, and the host of the Rudy Giuliani Common Sense Podcast. The price... Six thirty. Ah, uh, yeah. I feel like it. I feel like it would be higher, but then also, that's the thing. You can bang so many of these things out. You know, the more popular you are, you don't even necessarily need to charge more. You know, if you're a guy like Rudy Giuliani and you get twenty of these a day, great. That's like thirty minutes of your day. Even if you just charge them for five hundred bucks, you made you know so much cash. So I'm going to say it's a little bit under. That is correct. It is at 413. Why are these right, figures so specific? I don't know. Uh, the next one up, Cam, is American Political Consultant. Get yourself Roger Stone. Cam, the number for Roger Stone is $600. Who would ever want Roger Stone's cameo? Like, what niche is that? Uh, old, white, crusty man with a weird hat on. Um. Yeah, so I think in that case, he's probably going to charge more because he has less people wanting it. Um. So you know, he has to make up his money somehow. So I'm going to say that he's uh, he's definitely charging more. And I think we found our winner for Connor's birthday present. It's Roger Stone with a personal use message for a hundred and twenty-seven dollars. That's affordable enough. Fantastic. So so this is either a super late birthday present or a very early birthday, or like you're planning in advance. Hey, we can keep it in the bank. I guess keep that one in the bank. Yeah, um, I think it'd be funny if we're like, hey, I heard you're a big Donald Trump supporter, Connor. Um, you know, big right wing guy. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess the hard part would be there would be like, yes, where does the joke end? And then if you kind of like take that step back, you're like, yeah, I'm giving money to somebody who I like fundamentally disagree with. You know, like where does that, where does like that little ironic, like where does irony become like, oh, I'm actually helping to support that life of somebody who I don't like. Well, we only live once, Cam, so the next one on the menu is Bianca Belair, the WWE superstar. Now, be a superstar? <laughs> That's what it says. Superstore? It says superstore? I said star. You said store. We're, uh, let's, uh, can we go back to the tapes? Are we recording? <laughs> Are we recording? Okay, we're the recording. The ultimate question in podcasting. And Cam, the number is at 260. Yeah, that's way too... You're, that number right there is way too much. She's going to be much lower. Uh, is she not that popular? Oh, no, she is. But you're not... She's not fucking Rudy Giuliani. Like... Rudy Giuliani is a name that a huge, huge, huge percentage of the population would know. Uh, Bianca Belair, former Raw Women's Champion. Uh, no, sorry, former SmackDown Women's Champion. Uh, she's got a match at WrestleMania taking on Becky Lynch. The hair that just won't quit. Uh, I'm going to say she's lower, probably somewhere in the uh, early 100s. <laughs> Incorrect, Kim. She's coming in at a hot 381. 381? So Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess, um, I guess following our former logic of the less cameos they get, the more expensive they are so they can recoup the costs. Uh, that could stand. And the final one, Cam, we're sticking in the wrestling. Pro wrestling legend. I'm going to see if you can get it. Three-time WWE champion. And here's the real hint. Always wears a red flannel. Uh, you're talking about Mick Foley? That's correct, and Mick Foley's coming in at $110. Um, good question, good question. Uh, Mick Foley. Yeah, I'm gonna say he gets a lot, so the cost gets to be pretty low. Um, but less than 100, you said 110? Yeah. Less than 110? That one might be tough. Um... Like, you know, is he going for 90 bucks or something? But like I said, you know, you got you have 30 of these in a day. You chug them out. That's an hour of your day. You just made three grand. Uh, so I'm going to say it's lower. 
It is at 159, Cam, so a little bit off the mark there. Wow. And that is our that is our game of um, lower or higher cameo superstar Canadian Tire Flyer. Crappy Tire Flyer. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, there's so many on here, Cam. Like, you would not believe it. Those yeah. are the sums that I recognize. There's, like, actors like Jen Larden, James Marsters, Katie Lowe's, Brian Bumgardner, Josh Radden, Gina Torres, and everyone's favorite, Jefferson White. <laughs> I've never I haven't heard of any of these people. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> yeah, maybe there's a lot of, like, uh, you know, not, not like child stars, but, like, Disney actors. You know, people who... Um, you know, it'd be like a great gift for like a kid. You know, like an eight-year-old getting, uh, you know, uh, a cameo from their favorite Family Channel star or something. No, it uh, just seems like these are all the, all the people that I landed there from Yellowstone, Buff the Vampire Slayer, Inventing Anna, The Office. Oh, Kevin from The Office. That's who that was. Brian Bumgardner. Um, Josh Radner's from How I Met Your Mother. Uh, Suits and then Yellowstone again. Okay. There you have it. Do we have any notes from last week? Uh, no. No, nothing Nothing to look over. Damn, look at us. We fucking crushed it last week. I guess so. How much do you think Neve and Cammy go for? Uh, well, first of all, I wouldn't pay for Cammy at all. Um, okay, how much do you think Neve goes for? Uh, I would actually probably pay more for Max if the, options, if the option was <laughs> out there of which catfish kind of host I would want. Max would be top of the list uh, wow. for me personally. Um, but how much Neve? I don't know. I, I, I see. I don't have. I've never looked at a cameo price in my life. I've given you five though, and that's like your point of reference. So like, we know, we know. Rudy you know Giuliani the five. You know the five things I just. Yeah. You know. So we have. We had. You named off three crusty old white men, a twenty-five-year-old African-American woman, and then a bunch of actors <laughs> that I've never heard of. All you need like, to know yeah, you is can formulate a good. You can formulate a good idea from. This Rudy Giuliani costs four hundred dollars, and Mick Foley costs one hundred and sixty. How much? Yeah. <laughs> this is a simple math equation. Yeah, this can't. is a classic on a test. If Rudy Giuliani costs four hundred, <laughs> this is a classic. How much does Neve Shulman from Catfish, with twenty-seven seasons and over two hundred episodes, cost? That's too many seasons. That the season to episode ratio there does no, not. No, I think he's like he's like nine seasons or something. Does like not you get level it. out. Um, you get the idea. I'm gonna say like three hundred bucks. Yeah, he's pretty close. Three sixteen. Yeah. All again, these odd numbers though. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I think I'm gonna stop with this cameo thing because I'll get overwhelmed. I mean, you could. But that was I, a fun little segment. I can see it in your eyes, Cam. You're you want to keep going. <laughs> I do. I would love to just be like, who else can I get? And what's you know? Who else can I? The, <laughs> and not pay a cent for anything, never any yeah, of them. Yeah, I, I want to. There was like a bunch of like, if you do this one Friday before five, it's under fifty bucks. That feels weird, but but okay. Hey, it, it, it's what made. What did you do to your hand? I uh oh I I I I may have broken my pinky. Uh, oh, last guy night. gets a new job first weekend. Oh, I broke my pinky. No, I can't I, come I, in I, anymore. Yeah, boss. Three, three weeks in the new gig. No, I basketball last night. Uh, I may have. Um, I definitely very badly sprained it. It is swollen and bruised to shit. Um, went to go to shoppers, see if I could find like a finger splint. They didn't have any, so now I so I just kind of taped it. To oh, our, our our finger breaks in the city just out of control. I guess no, you so, can't find or, a finger splint anywhere. <laughs> I mean, does shopper does shoppers normally carry finger splints? Because if the answer is no, where else do you go to find a finger splint? The doctor's office, I guess. You call them up. You just walk walk into a doctor's office. Hey, doctor. You say. I'm looking for the uh, pinky finger doctor, please. <laughs> yeah, it honestly just seemed way easier just to kind of tape uh, my pinky and my ring finger together. So, that, so that's what I've kind of done. It's uh, it's, it's pretty painful, but uh, you know. How many, how many points? How many points did you get in basketball? Um, I don't know. A you don't few? count this shit. This is important. Not really. No, I'm not yeah, counting. This is. You should count. No, when you play like five games, kind of in a few hours. Oh, I thought you're it was not like, like one hard game. No, no, no. 
when you kind yeah, of like you a play a bunch of yeah. games you know you just you don't you're not you're not keeping score or like you're keeping score gotcha. but you're not like personally you know you're like i had a good night or i had a bad night or something okay cam question for you so i had ver simulated golf this week with my colleagues for the first time never have met them in person i play golf with them i won by two strokes is this a bad play what to win to win by yeah why would that be a bad play you can't you, just, you, just, you, know, you don't want to show everybody up why not? Well, my but wedge, not, my wedge game was so good, Cam. You wouldn't I, believe it. I don't think it's showing everybody up. No, you're right. It wasn't. <laughs> like if you're going to do a thing where there's a there's a you know there's a score. Yeah. That's you know that's kind of the that's kind of the price you pay. Just show up. Yeah, just show everyone who knows how to use those Kirkland. Well, first wedges, of all, you know? if you're winning by two strokes, you're not showing everybody up. You won. A, you won a close game. Nine holes. <laughs> Okay, great. You could have triple bogeyed everything else on the back nine. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't have though. Maybe I actually would have. Virtual golf's pretty easy because like I've seen you, I've seen you give up on two holes of golf in your. I life. remember giving up on one. I remember I just like I could not get. You gave up. Like, you gave up. You gave yourself what is that, a nine? I guess is that is that a give up? <laughs> it was bait. Yeah, I mean, looking back on them like that shouldn't have counted, but yeah, I definitely. Uh, I, I could not get out of the bunker. I'm like, I don't know how to fucking hit a bunker shot. And then Park's like, you're doing it wrong. You know, he's like, open up your feet, change your angle, open up the club face, hit down on it, get behind the ball two inches, pops up. You can't miss it. You said, thanks, dad. And then there was a lot yeah. of crying, a lot of yelling. Somebody, somebody yelled a racial slur. And, and I, I, even, thought, I even thought that was above the line. The uh, caddy came on Another turning point of fork stuck in the road. Yeah, for some reason the caddy was playing Green Day's Time of Your Life. Uh, I hope you had the time. Famously, of your a song life. about a, a song about a breakup, which is for some reason played at every uh, high school graduation. Oh. Yeah, what's up with that? Un what's up with that? Unbeknownst to us, um, I think because it's slow-ish, and it just says like. I hope you had the time of your life, implying that it was like good, but it's the time of your life supposed to be bad. So I don't know, Jerry Stillona. What do you think they're playing at high school graduations these days? Post Malone. I mean, I can I I, I highly doubt that Vitamin C's graduation is still a part of the rotation. You don't think so? I don't know. Do do children identify with uh with um late nineties female pop artists? Do do That's children identify with songs that aren't on TikTok? Do children identify with something that doesn't involve eight oh eights? I don't know. What's your best Kanye song to play at the uh, graduation ceremony for the last one? Pardon, pardon me what what is this circumstance that why okay wait wait so okay you play everyone plays vitamin c right because that's the last song you play after everyone like throws the hats or whatever but now they're like oh sorry we only have the budget for kanye music okay no okay well okay so no i think you play vitamin c and uh green day during the uh the slot the haphazardly thrown together slideshow that the right, teachers right. put together um, like just from the last three weeks of grade eight because it's not like they were like documenting photos over a long period of time. <laughs> they, they never think about this <laughs> yeah. until the last three yeah, weeks. Yeah, like, yeah, Damn it, we need to take more pictures. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's mostly like the, uh, the it'll mostly be like the graduation trip and then, and then uh, like a couple other things. Um, so then after that, I, I get to play a Kanye West song for some reason. <laughs> Yeah, that's the only one artist they have budget for. It's they, they and he just dropped probably off. one of like the most expensive things. Might as well have just gotten a Beatles song for that price. Uh, so what song do you play? Um, I'm gonna have to go with "Through the Wire." <laughs> <laughs> It was between Through the Wire and New Workout Plan. Um, <laughs> but I think New Workout Plan, maybe the high school graduation, you could play that one. Uh, and that's about it. But we're definitely going to drop. We're definitely going to college dropout <laughs> to play, no matter what. Yeah, that's a good one. What's, what's the one that's like.
away with any any semblance of words or Ooh, uh, it's, oh my um, god put your hands to the constellations you must have a sensation um, I, I can't <laughs> God, I know what song you're talking about. I can't hear it in my head because you're singing it so poorly. I think Rick Ross is on it too. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Jesus Christ. Let's just move ahead here. You're dragging us into a hole we don't need to go down. You dragged us into this hole. Cam, I just show up once a week. (laughs) (laughs) And barely at that. Uh, I, I do my homework. I, you don't think you guys are just random ideas I have in my head? These are all planned out, Cam. I got a whiteboard with permanent marker on it. It's covered with permanent marker. I can I can see that. <laughs> um, then uh, do you have a game for us? Uh, no. Do you? <laughs> you just finished saying I do my homework. <laughs> yeah, I do homework every two weeks. I came up with two games already. I already did my game. It was. I made it up on the spot. Can entire player you, you, lower you or higher? You hastily made up a game on the spot. <laughs> that's what you're calling to be your homework. Yeah, I had to think hard about that when I was doing it. Uh, I might have, um, might have a, like a headliner, not a headliner. I'm sorry. We always kill the show with that. Uh, I probably have free on Kijiji if you want. Yeah, let's do it. Let's play a little. Uh, we haven't played this in a long time. Let's play a little free on yeah. Kijiji. Hey. Let me see what we got here. We know how the game is played, folks. If you're new to the show, uh, Kijiji. All sorts of free shit is always be given around there. And uh, some people's got to want it. So Cam and I, what we're going to do, we're going to do a quick little elevator pitch to the other one um, to see if uh, this stuff actually is useful in any kind of way. Um, do you want to kick us off there, Cammy boy? We're pressing the elevator button. Ding! Hey, John, uh, t-shirt season already, eh? Yeah, it's um I know um some people are saying it's a little early considering it's only late February. Uh but you know what? It's a sunny day and you know what I say about this when the sun's out. Sun's out, guns out, and that's what I noticed about you, big fella. You've been working out quite a bit. I have been working out a little bit. Um I've I, I've been um I've been doing a lot of uh pull ups. What I like to do, I like to, uh, I grab my door frame and I just sort of, uh, pull myself up. It, uh, it really works. That's, uh, that's sick, dude. Yeah, you're looking thick up there. What, what if you got a, maybe a few things on like, you probably can't work it on the ground right now because, you know, it's hard, hard ground and stuff like that. No push ups, no sit ups, things like that. Probably just hurt your hands, right? <clears throat> yeah, I'm on the, uh, no, um, I'm on the pull up only workout right now. Uh, you you just do you you just do pull ups and then that's the workout. Well, bro, I got something for you then. You know those mats you put on the ground in the gym, those foam mats. I uh, I've never been to a gym before. Like I said, I just do pull ups in my door frame. Bro, um, you can do sit ups, push ups, more sit ups, variations of push ups, things on the ground. What else can push-ups. I do? What else can I do that that's not a push-ups or setups? Uh, close grip push-ups. Um, you can okay. do wide grip push-ups. Um, uh, sit-ups. So are you trying to sell me on the uh, the ups workout? You only do workouts with the word ups in them. D- yeah, there's that too. You can also do uh, Russian twists. Um, um, push. Did I mention push-ups? Um, d- do you want them? I can give them to you. I there, guess I guess I'll I, I I with that very limited information <laughs> I guess I guess I I don't really want mats on the floor, um, but I guess I'll take them. What? Oh, there is one small catch. Oh, okay. I, well, you know, like this, you, the squares. I only have the edge pieces, the borders. <laughs> you know the things that make them square. So I can give you those. I just can't give you the square parts. <laughs> this was, this is not, this is my, 
<laughs> this is my floor. Uh, let's let's never talk again. <laughs> That's right. Kitchener, Ontario's finest, giving away free foam mats, but just the borders. Uh, no one seems to need these things, so they give them away. On and guess what? They sold. I uh, had the link a while ago, and someone has taken them. There you go. Okay, that sounds okay. You're you're not impressed with that one, eh? It's <laughs> just the borders. Okay, Cam. Yeah. Go for it, bud. Let's uh Hey, um you got do you have a you you, you must have a big meeting uh today. You're carrying a lot of stuff here in the office. I do. I have my <laughs> binders. Mm -hmm. I have my laptop. Uh I have my binders. Did I mentioned my laptop. <laughs> Have on my wait, are, are you, are, wait, are, are, you, are you the guy that was trying? To, are you the guy who was trying to convince people to do push-ups last week? <laughs> do you do push-ups? No, I do have a good workout. I don't. I don't. I don't do push-ups, but but um, but yeah, all these things you can't. Really, it just looks really awkward the way you, you sort of have papers sticking out of your briefcase there. Binders. Bind. Papers sticking out of your binders there. Well, I mean, I think I have a solution for you. If you, I think it could help. I Let's have I, I have twelve big tin coffee cans that I think you could use to store a lot of these stuff. You know, if you have um, maybe I, I see you have a pocket full of nails in one pocket. I see your lapel is filled with screws. Um, are those crayons sticking out of your back pocket there? It's a big meaning. It's very important. It's, it's a big with meaning. the kinder. Sorry, is I, I think I see. I think I see bird seed falling out of your. Of I got your, the kindergarten association showing up. The construction association, the binder association, the laptop association, and the bird association. <laughs> it's pretty important. It's a big meeting for you. But here's the thing. I, I mean, I'd rather give them to you rather than just burn them because I think those are my two op. <laughs> I, I mean, those are my two options. Either I give them to you or I burn them. Uh, sorry, sorry, why do you have to burn them? I die. <laughs> because, also, because, I, because, because I have to, I don't give them to you. I guess I'll take them. That's so right. This guy's, that's right. This you guy's pitching, you have to burn them? <laughs> that's, that's how the post was written. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, 12 big tin coffee tans, coffee cans. Sorry, you can use them for storing nails, screws, crayons, even bird seed. I'd rather give them to you than burn them. <laughs> I guess recycling isn't really a thing there. I don't think you want to go to that guy's house. No, no, but that's how you play Fur and Kijiji. That's like the guy who told me to come to his basement to look at his cool chessboards. Yeah. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah, chessboard uh, famously not cool. This man yeah. decided to describe them as such. Very interesting. Yeah, real nice ones. Well, I mean, we'll ne um, we'll never know though. We, and we're not gonna find out. I'll tell you we'll that. never find out. Alrighty, Cam. Well, I think it's time we uh we hit, we hit the South Shores. You know, it's time for I'm gonna say it. Yep. It is uh. Nice's vice. Nope. 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 Vice. Nope. Vicey. Feisty. Nope. You can you, you, you shake feisty again. This is the second week in a row. You're saying something that's not a word. <laughs> uh, vice is nice. Nope. Come on. Okay, give it to me. Slice. Yeah, a slice of ice. A slice of ice. Walking on the beach and it's really hot. I think I'm gonna go get a pina colada. Miami Vice is a slice of ice. My Miami Vice is a slice of ice. Wearing cool clothes and smoking cigars. Say hello to my little friend. Miami Vice is a slice of ice. My Miami Vice is a slice of ice. Where every single week we recap the adventures of Crockett and Tubbs, who I'm now just calling CNT here in my notes. That's a good name. As I they, just call them the boy. I call them the boys. I call them the Vice Boys sometimes too, as they make their way around South Beach, just like LeBron James did, um, uh, solving crime. But here's the thing. We only have five minutes to recap. Cam, you're going to kick this week off here. For, no, I'm kicking this week off here for us. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm and, um, and then Cam's going to come up the rear um, with the rest of the action, Cam. Uh, we're going to put five minutes on the clock right now. Are you ready? Um, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, here we go. <clears throat> episode, we're, this week we're bringing you episode three, Heart of Darkness, 5432, and we open uh, up on a woman doing some damn sweaty aerobics in her bedroom uh, when there's a knock on the door. It's a man to fix the air conditioner. She tells him that she can't afford to pay him, so maybe they can find out some other kind of payment. Huh, right when he leans into her, the camera pans away, and it turns out we're actually on a movie set. Crockett and Tubbs are in the background, where, of course, as the setup would lead us to believe we're on a porn set looking for a director named Jimmy who also deals cocaine. Crockett and Tubbs are undercover looking to buy cocaine. They give Jimmy an envelope full of cash, but right then the cops bust in the door. Roll credits. The guys get out on bail, and now C&T and Jimmy are all rolling off. They're off to meet a guy named Artie, who is the head of the operation, but they have to make a quick getaway after the driver of the car notices a tail. Turns out Artie was actually the driver all along. Back at the station, the cops are checking out the confiscated pornos, while CT are being congratulated on their operation so far. They meet some FBI agents who were actually the trail. Tail, sorry. Uh, they keep asking questions about what they were doing looking for Artie, but aren't giving us any answers. The lieutenant lets us know they've located Penny, the woman from the porn set earlier, and it turns out that she's been murdered. There were all sorts of drugs in her room, and she had a visitor earlier that day. We hear back about Artie, and it turns out that he's actually a federal agent working for the FBI. The next day, Tubbs is complaining about his morning <laughs> just because he's really not adjusting to life in Miami very, very well. We hear back about Artie, um, but the feds tell us to A, stay out of it. The autopsy comes back about Penny when it turns out that she was drugged and drowned and that she was only 16. Real sad stuff. We go to visit down the nerds in the shop who seem to have some cool shit going on. I hope they come back later on. Um, we go to meet a man about Artie. Turns out that this man has been undercover for eight months, but he hasn't been heard of for six weeks. Some people in the FBI believe that Artie has turned to the other side. We hear from Jimmy that the coke deal is on for tonight, so we cut to nighttime as the boys are putting on their best jewels and cologne. We arrive to meet Artie played by a very young Ed O'Neill. We also meet Kovacs, the main boss, and we sit down for dinner. Suddenly, Artie gets pulled away to meet a man in the parking lot who is late on a payment, so Artie beats the living shit out of him before Crockett and Tubbs pull him off. They go back inside and finish their desserts. Cam, over to you. Uh, back at the station, Sonny makes some calls to try and get the cash ready from the apartment as they have to make the drop that night. They go to see Artie's wife, who to their surprise informs that Artie is, in fact, requested to be brought in by his superiors and he has said no insisting that he stays until he has nailed Kovacs. They go to the docks to see Sonny's crocodile Elvis which has been a repeat in this show now only to be concerned uh con sorry uh not concerned uh the feds come around and they tell him to lay off this case again. They refuse and go back to Artie's to get money for the drop. At Artie's apartment they meet up with uh they where they go, they meet up only to realize that he knows that they are police officers. They have a yelling match, then uh, they agree to go undercover together to bust uh, Kovacs. Later that day, they return to Artie's apartment, only to realize that he crossed them and left for Mexico with Sam Kovacs, the head of the Chomo ring. They get a call from Artie, says he will be in a meeting with Kovacs. Uh, Tubbs wears a wire to the bust, but Tubbs wire starts picking up uh, music from the local radio blowing their cover the limo starts taking off as they're at gunpoint and they're losing their backup police by uh, jumping off a drawbridge uh, escaping the backup police and they head to the remote dockyard once there COVID orders Artie to shoot Crockett and Tubbs um, he thinks about it then throws the gun to Crockett and turning on Kovic's men. During the shootout, Artie grabs a submachine gun and empties it into Kovic's limo, killing him. In the aftermath, I don't have time here, Cam. I hope I'm good. Um, You're all good. They, t they take Artie to the debriefing. Before he leaves, he mentions to Crockett and Tubbs that he had nothing to do with Penny's murder and tells him he does not know if he can go back to married life after living an adrenaline high during the Kovic operation. While the Vice Squad enjoys a few drinks at the bar that evening, Rodriguez steps in to tell Crockett and Tubbs that Artie hung himself in the men's room during the break in the debriefing. That's the episode. That was time. Cam, you did great yeah. for time. Oh really? You saw wow, like forty. You saw like thirty seconds. Damn, man! There's so many characters in this show. And what's up with this crocodile? Like, I feel like it's not nice. <clears throat> what's not nice? 
them just having a crocodile on set. What's wrong with a croc just, on set? I don't know. Let it in the wild, man. Did you did you did you cover the part when uh, the crocodile uh, like terror, terrorized it, the? Uh, it was when they the went pier? to the docks. I didn't, I didn't think it was that important. The well, hey, well, hey, Cam, if you're if if you're finishing your half with forty seconds to spare, clearly there's some more important details you can cover. Remember, we I need guess. we need to paint the picture so the audience doesn't have to watch Miami Vice season one. Yeah, there's a crocodile there, and he he always seems to scare off anybody that comes by. It's like he's guard guard dog. I think it might be now. No, it's a crocodile. It's a croc. It's a cock. All right. No, it's an well, alligator. Um, it's an alligator. You sure? Yeah, we're in Miami. All right, I'll take your word for it. Florida gators means nothing to you? Okay. I think they have both. I don't think so. It's big and fat, though. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think. I think. I think this in this particular instance, we're talking about an alligator. And uh, oh, it's an it's an alligator, not a crocodile. Yes, yeah, it is an alligator. Alligators have a U-shaped rounded snout that's wide and short, just like Elvis. Boom! All right, Cam, let's get into our last game of the evening, so I can take a shower. Actually, second last game of the evening, and it's headline wrestling. Hey, 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 Headline or asinine? The game where we scour the internet for different headlines and try and throw curveballs at each other to figure out, can we knock them out of the park or do we let the ball slide? In tradition, because the lockout is over, Cam, I am going to start us off. Loose Falcon terrorizing local bakery. (coughs) How do you terrorize a bakery? Um, Like, presumably a bakery is a brick-and-mortar location with doors, windows... So I don't really see how, you know, the Falcon could kind of be involved. Unless the Falcon is kind of pacing back and forth outside the threshold of the door. You know, just kind of like annoying customers, scaring them off. In which case, yeah, terrorizing could just be scaring off customers. Um, You know, um, if it's a bakery, I'm also maybe thinking um, that they're making pies, putting pies on the windowsill. And then uh, this falcon kind of keeps coming, eating, kind of you know, trying to get a little slice of rhubarb to himself. Um, that could be terrorizing. Um, there's probably more to the story, though. Um, and I feel like terrorizing is definitely a uh, an exaggeration a of what's hyperbole. happening. It's a hyperbole, a very hyperbolic statement. Um, but I'm going to say it's a headline. Uh, this one's asinine, my friend. Yeah, it just sounded bad. Like, like, you could have done better. I thought it was pretty clever. You gotta do better. What, what's a falcon gonna do to a bakery? I don't know, man. It's just... All right, I don't want to be around anymore. Cam, headliner ass nine. Uh, Brampton Foot Locker employee fined for ejaculating into shoes. Ooh, hot stuff. That's how you get that... Uh, that's a little Nas X shoe they're selling. Um, ejaculate into the shoe. I wonder if that's... a fetish like a foot fetish type thing i could see that um and maybe it was like a single yeah okay here's my theory he he sees his high school crush he's like can i help you and she's like i'm looking for a size six jordan inferno red air dunk 91 he's like we got those over here pulls it out puts it on she goes oh i can't afford this and walks out and he's just so revved up from that like just can't deal with it Ah. that he has to bust into the shoe headline and that's how it happened don't even need the rest of the explanation (laughs) cam this one is a headline here for you uh this is a story about a viral video coming from a footlocker in brampton where an employee is seen like well you said it yourself busting his nut into a pair of shoes and then putting the shoes back into the boxes there's even a video of a close-up shot of what appears to be a thick white substance sitting in the soles of the shoe. Uh, the man's name is Darian Kidd, a 27-year-old from Mississauga um, who shared the videos on his own personal Instagram. In the caption, he writes, As you can see, we're at Foot Locker here. There is nobody here, and I am fully, completely, 100% naked and sexy. 
Uh, he did it into a pair of Maison Marjolies Black Fusion Low sneakers. Uh, brand and shit I've never heard of. Um, and in a shocking course of events, Foot Locker has come out to condemn the man's actions. And he was fired. Okay. Um, that's great. Headliner Asinine Cam. Um, Maison Shoe going on recall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of this brand any. Uh, yeah, Maison uh, Marjali. Marjali. Actually, I don't know. That's a little sad. I don't think that person's in a good place. Um, I mean, he had a job. Teacher, and well, yeah, you know, I like, well, I mean, not in a good place in the sense that what are every single Foot Locker employee failed refs? So, <laughs> so obviously, the man wish you know his life maybe turned out a different way, and then it just didn't. Uh, teacher of the year winner arrested after seen on camera hitting a student. Uh, remember the good old days when a teacher could, you know, abuse verbally or physically a student? You know, I'm sure uh, <clears throat> our parents will tell us stories. No, my parents tell me stories. Your parents tell us tell you stories about maybe getting uh, the, a slap with a ruler or something, getting the old belt or whatever it is. Um my uh my stepdad has a story of a like a really strong Native American teacher like flat out lifting him up by his neck to the point where his feet were dangling off the uh the like the floor. Um Damn, and why did he do ass. it? Because my stepdad was being a shit. He was being a little shit in class. Students deserve so much more punishment, both physical and verbal, than they actually get. I remember in grade five, Madame Godet, the 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 soft-spoken librarian, told me to shut up. You know why she told me to shut up? Because I was talking in class. I was being disruptive. Something has to happen to control these kids. Now, just because you're teacher of the year, you're not exempt from these rules. You're not you're you're not suddenly gonna feel just like that. Just because you're mom of the year doesn't mean you don't want to just shake your baby. You just want to fucking shake him. Um, so I would like to hear more about the story, uh, specifically the type of abuse, because, you know, like, there's a big difference between a little, like, pat on the bum and a full, like, I cocked my fist back and unloaded with perfect form into your skull. Uh, so I am going to say this is a headline. Elkhart, Indiana, this is a headline after, uh, well, a couple Thursdays ago, 61-year-old Michael Hosinkley asked for an early retirement uh, the same day video or the same day a video of him got released of him hitting a student in the face it looks like it was a setup with a double jab with an overhand right no I'm kidding. it doesn't have that kind of details <laughs> pop, pop. Uh, yeah the force the force did uh, knock the student's head into the wall though so it was pretty significant the school board unanimously granted his early retirement and it became effective immediately but the police have arrested him since and are following up with an investigation do we know? Uh, looks like uh, there's gonna be some battery charges. Yeah, do we know any more details? How old the student was? How big the teacher is? Uh, see, because that is a minor's information, you can't have it in the inform in the news report. It can't even say like he beat up a, a twelve like a twelve year old. Like, not I'm not saying the no, kid's name just, or whatever. I don't think you can identify that. Because that's Maybe the thing, you right? You know, like if the kid is six and the man is like six four, two hundred and thirty five pounds. Yeah, that's sad. But if the kid is like 13 and the teacher's like 5'7", maybe 150 soaking wet, suddenly you're like, okay, that's, you know, it's a little bit better. Besides, if you've ever wanted an opportunity to beat the shit out of your teacher, after he punched you is the time to do it. So, I mean, yeah, you know, maybe that's it's a, a good point. lost opportunity, um, you know, for, uh, for that kid as far as I'm concerned. Unless he was like five, in which case, you know, too little. It's at high school. <laughs> well, that's it. I don't know. Okay, Cam, here we go. Headliner Ask 9. Uh, newspaper in Spain runs fake news headlines for six weeks, hoping someone would notice, and nobody does. You said Spain or the USA? Spain. Uh, okay, just wanted to be sure, because I don't think the story changes at all. <laughs> fake news. Uh <laughs> 
When I say Spain, I'm in India. I mean, I mean, I mean, uh, Africa. I mean, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, this doesn't. I, I imagine like, is it, if it's a real newspaper, it would be an interesting experiment to be like, well, we're pretty good with this. Let's see how America pulls it off. Um, can we can we put blatantly fake news on here? No one's going to question it. And if you're a reputable enough newspaper, no one will question it, right? Why would you? It's when you start just getting those little seeds of doubt, and then it's, I don't believe this, I don't believe this, I don't believe this. CNN is fake news. So that's easily a headline. Cam, that's asinine. I made it up. You made me go on my political fucking high horse. All right, Cam. um, You said one thing about the USA that's hardly a political high horse. (laughs) I had a, I I was making a stand. (laughs) Okay. Um, Company offering more than six thousand dollars to smell dog poop for two months. Well, it depends. Is it like two months straight. Like you have to live with like a you know like an oxygen tank, you know, with the little two prongs up your nostrils. But instead of just putting up dog shit, um, yeah. Well, you know, there's you you see always like sort of thing. My um, I, I have a friend who did one of those kind of like uh, studies. You know, um, where they, you know, they gave them booze and they gave them weed and then they put them behind a driving simulator. Uh, you know, or I'll see it. You know, you see those sorts of things on the, on, you know, an advertisement like, hey, do you use these drugs? Or like, are you trying to get off caffeine? Do this study. Compensation is there. Um, but I would wonder uh, what kind of science is behind whatever the end goal is. Because I guess there's two options, right? This is a group of scientists who are like, hey, we want to test how smelling dog shit uh, affects the human brain after two months straight. Or it's just some crazy billionaire who's going like, hey, I'll give you I'll give you $1,000 to smell shit. Because uh, in that case, that would be one of the, uh, the, the cooler things you could do with a lot of money. If you have so much money, I mean, money means nothing. I'll give you fifty thousand dollars to smell dog shit for two months. That'd be a great way to, to offload a little bit of cash. Um, for science, for science's sake, though, I hope that there is an end goal to this. Um, but I'm gonna say it's asinine. This one's a headline, and it's actually option C, Cam, not one or two. There's a plant-based food. Pet, pet food company in Britain that's looking for a dog poop sniffer to pay the dog owner. Let me get this right exactly. It's a uh, sixty six hundred bucks, uh, six six eight five point eighty two. Don't know why it's such a bizarre number. Anyway, um, they want to switch their canines' diet out for two months and then keep track of how your pet poop smells. But on top of that, they're asked to sniff the dog poop, um, check out the dog's digestion, general health, things like that. And you have to put in your name to a draw to do this. Uh, You want to check out the frequency of bowel movements, the energy levels, behavior, sleep patterns, and fur conditions. The dog will be examined by a veterinarian at the start and end of the two months. Interesting. Uh, so, hey, listeners of the show, if you are, are you strapped for cash this month? Smell some shit. <laughs> Eat shit. <laughs> Eat shit. Hey, Cam, I got one All more right. here for you. Uh, headliner asks nine: New England student has legs amputated after eating leftover noodles. See, these are the kind of things where you're like, this 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 one is much better than my loose falcon terrorizing local bakery, because I can't tell what's up or down here. And <laughs> loose falcon. Uh, um, if just trying to give some idea, flesh eating disease maybe. Um, so noodles, losing the legs. Uh, eating something, allergic reaction, but allergic reactions don't really happen in your legs. Um, um, ate the noodles, puked them up, fell, fell on his own vomit, <laughs> <laughs> and right down the stairs, and the legs took the brunt of the impact. Just what a story! And they're and they're going hard after Mister Noodles. This one's asinine. Jesus Christ, Cam. This is a headline here for you. Uh, This is a story of a 19-year-old who was admitted to the ICU uh, one evening due to shock and multiple organ failures. The student, 
previous earlier on in the day had eaten his roommate's noodles that were in the fridge. They smelled and looked fine, so he ate them. It was some rice, some noodles, chicken, lo mein. Uh, but afterwards, started to feel nauseous and um, some abdominal pain. Shortly after, he began to vomit. He experienced he was experiencing chills, general weakness, chest pain, and eventually blurry vision. Apparently, the day before, the roommate ate the same meal and also felt a bit nauseous, but it stopped there. The student was in the ICU, where his temperature peaked at 105 degrees. He had to be put on oxygen. Uh, blood and urine tests revealed that he had... Now, I'm going to try to get it right. Uh, Neisseria meningitis, which is a fancy way of saying that there was bacteria present in his blood. All the blood vessels dilate, dropping blood pressure, preventing oxygen from getting to the organs, which eventually led to gangrene on his arms and legs. The end result is that he had to have both legs amputated below the knees and parts of all 10 fingers removed. Uh, so, you know, I hope this, uh, you know, if you're eating, if you're, if you're, uh, listening to this podcast before dinner. Don't eat your roommate's food. Don't eat your roommate's food. I think it really comes down to that. I mean, uh, you know, don't eat your coworkers' food. Don't eat your roommate's food. Uh, all these sorts of things. Okay, that's the third one. Yeah, that was all I got. Yeah, for some reason I just was off there. Plug it or shrug it. 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 Plug. Let's cap this off, Cam. I'm going to give a plug this week. Okay. And the plug is everyone Everyone likes to uh, use that honey extension. Everyone tries to find the discount, that coupon code. You ever tried the coupon code in real life and just ask for a discount? I, it okay, works I, a lot I, more than you think. I'm lost. I'm lost with what you're saying. The honey, the honey extension? No? Honey extension? Bell? Okay, so you know... Man, I feel like I'm giving an ad here. You're going to have to um, explain it. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so Google Chrome, you can have an extension on your Google Chrome that anytime you're buying anything, um, you have an extension that searches the promo code uh, to like just pump in a bunch of promo codes to see if they work. Okay. And it just searches for other people that have used them and you end up getting money off. So for example, I bought a pair of shoes the other day, a pair of a Nike free run twos. They were 109 bucks. And then I pressed the honey button. It ran through it. And then it got me $15 off the shoes. Hmm. Just like that. Anyway, um, try asking for that in real life. It works. Ask for the good guy discount and you get the good guy discount. So you just walk up to, you just walk up to the uh, the counter when you're buying your thing and say, I'd like to use the honey code? No, you say, can I get the good guy discount? They go, what's that? You go, well, if, if you're a good guy and I'm a good guy, there's a discount. Okay, well, and they just, they're so confused and they give you a discount. <laughs> this doesn't sound feasible at all. This works. I've done it. Jesus Christ. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever that means, Cam. Uh, congratulations on your, um, on your new pair of shoes here. Uh, Cam, I'm going to, I got to shrug something once again. Um, I'm going to shrug and we're going straight back to the gym. Guys who wear gloves. Oh, lifting gloves. Go fuck yourself. Okay. I heard it's a good story the other day. Um, or it wasn't a story. I was watching a live chat and the guy goes, Luke, I got life. And the guy's name's Luke Thomas. He goes, um, he's, he's typing into the live chat. He goes, Luke, I got a pair of lifting gloves for Christmas. What should I do with them? He goes, wipe your ass. <laughs> Like, I just don't get it. I don't get, you know, um, I don't get why you would use them, really. Uh, like, uh, you know, a, a lifting belt. That one makes sense. I understand yeah. at least the, the bare minimum of physics behind that one. Straps. Again, yeah. I understand the bare minimum of why that would be needed. But gloves, what are you? Are you? What are you saving from that? Are you, are you a hand model? Unless you're, unless you're like the point oh 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 one percent of the population who does hand modeling. 
If for some, in this case, all the hand models must go to my gym. I must go to the hand models gym. Dude, where the fuck is your gym? You're like, everybody wears pants. Everyone everybody wears, wears lifting gloves. It's just the guy. There's the men, too. Ah, I go to the softest place, apparently. God, I'm the only pussies. person out there with shorts and fucking calluses on my hands. You lift with fucking soft people. I'm, Get me in that gym. Exa exactly. It might as well just be a planet fitness at this point. Uh, so if you're wearing gloves, go fuck yourself. Disgusting. Okay. That's all the time. Um, that's all the that's time. That's all we got for today. We have for the podcast this week. Thanks for listening, a little folks. Little disjointed. Uh, rate, review, like, subscribe. The show is everywhere. Be sure to come back next week. We'll be chugging on every Monday like we do. And uh, send us an email to seasonspot at gmail.com. We would love to hear uh, from you. We would. And don't forget for all you alcoholics at home, Laker 5.5, only $2 a can, and is the cheapest beer you can find in Ontario. I'm Cam LeClaire. Signing off. Take care, folks. Continuing tonight on Two Seas in a Pod. 96.7 on your... Two C's in a pod, 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 two